All right, episode eighty-three of the No Hangover podcast. Like we always, in the building. All right, like always, episode eighty-three. You can find us on Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, Apple Podcast. Our best social media platform would for sure be our Instagram. That's at No Hangover Podcast. Um, for latest merch and you know keeping up with the group, check out our website. That's www.nohangoverpodcast.com. And don't also, forget those W's. Don't. And you also keep up with us on Twitter you at No Hangover Pod. And yeah, No that's Hangover our, Motherfucking Pod. Wow, that's our <laughs> social medias. Yes, sir. Your boy Jordan G in the cut. Episode eighty three. I'm excited to be here. I got my dog, the Cuban Sensation, to the left of me. Over there on the far end, we got Mr. Eric Aponte in the shades. What up? What up? Being what a little mysterious today. Chilling, chilling, vibing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. As always, uh, show some love to our extended family, XL Tent. That is Ryan Gillio. Um, if you are on Instagram, you can find him at XL underscore Tent. If you're on Facebook, you can find him at just XL Tent. His phone number is 386-479-7111, and you can call or text for a free quote. If it's glass and you can see through it, my boy Ryan Gillio, he can do it for you. So show some love. Boom. And last but not least, Central Homes Roofing, Skylar Kenny, project manager. Good old Southern gentleman from Memphis, Tennessee. He's a project manager, so if you got a leaky roof, missing shingles, you need a whole new roof, my man will hook you up. Uh, you can call him at 407-603-5553, and he will give you a free inspection. You can't reach him there. He's got an email, centralhomeskylar at gmail.com. And when he asks who sent you, tell him the boys that no hangover did. The boys. Yeah, yeah. The boys. Yeah, yeah. We're men, though, so get that right. Cool the shades are on. My boy yeah, just got cool on you real quick. We're official now. Bow. Cool as a fan. Go ahead, Jacob. Cool as a fan. Cool what you got for the people, Yak? Yeah, All right, so one of our first topics we're going to talk about today is uh, accountability. Spell it. <laughs> <laughs> it's right in front uh, of you if you can uh, you, it's we got issues. i'm stealing i'm stealing here anyways sure water, okay. yeah that's fine go ahead anyways our first topic accountability bringing it in uh we'll, we'll start with you jordan after that sip there bud mm-hmm. what about me are you gonna are you gonna form a question or you're just gonna say accountability uh, what how do you describe or i mean i wouldn't give you the definition of accountability for instance but what do you do in your personal life to hold yourself accountable? I would say that the thing that I've been most accountable or I've tried to be the most accountable and I've had help doing it over the, ca- the, the course of the last, what, year and a half, two years would be the podcast. I would say this is the most consistent I've been with anything in my life and it's a lot based off of me and a lot based off the group and having you guys around, staying on each other to be accountable for everything. But yeah, that's, that's I feel like, is my biggest part of being accountable is this here podcast um i've tried to be accountable for many other things in my life sometimes i do fall short but i, I feel like i give max effort and energy in, in being accountable and like holding myself to a certain standard all right what about you sir uh, what are you accountable with um i feel like well i struggle with this y'all definitely i mean eric knows <laughs> y'all hold me accountable for some things right I would say I am accountable, like people can always count on me, but my own accountability sometimes, like we said, I, sometimes I spread myself a little thin, so it's hard to, you know, please everyone, and I'm trying to do yeah. a lot of things. You're a people pleaser, as am I, I think we're in a sense, relating that. In a sense, yeah, but with accountability and, I mean, with the current goals I have and everything I am trying to, you know work for and work towards 
I feel like definitely the podcast would come first over anything. Um, sticking to the plan, I feel like with the podcast, we've all done a pretty good job of sticking to the plan, especially in the last couple of months. Yeah, and the, with everything that we've implemented. I mean, for sure. Just in, for instance, we had a. I mean, we're always together, but we had a little group meeting. We all had really high energy. We all kind of formulated a plan, and then the very next week, I think probably we was your presentation. That was kind of the kickstart of it. Or right. think it was that was within that the first. same time, though, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. We had a meeting, talked about it. I put together, like, a little PowerPoint presentation of all the things that I wanted to do and what we should do to Basically uh, in continue steps. to move forward. You kind of put it in a steps process Correct. for us. A plan. We had to put together some type of plan. Some sort of blueprint know. to follow. Right. Because, I mean, before, yes, we were accountable. Eric, for sure, has always been accountable with the podcast. But we were kind of winging it. Yeah, it's hard to hold yourself accountable if you don't have a plan, like something to stick to. You know what I'm saying? Jeez. Something yeah. that you can go back to and say, <laughs> okay, well, I did this, that, and the third. You're holding yourself to something. Correct. So Some I think that was ground. important for us to to start with. And seeing the progress that we've made and where we are now, I think we definitely stuck to that plan and, and seeing a lot of those things through. I want to hear from you, E. Yeah, how do you feel, Eric? I feel like you're going to have a pretty inter- interesting perspective on this. Um, I mean, I guess it just depends on like what aspects of accountability, because I feel like, you know, for the most part, we're all pretty accountable in here, but you know, we all lack in certain areas and that's where, you know, keeping a good, you know, circle around you and keeping good people around you to, you know, hold you in check, you know, tell you when you're fucking up, when you don't realize it, you know, you, that, that kind of goes into accountability because you, you know, you're aware of the people you keep around you you know who's you know who's gonna have your back you know who's gonna right. tell you what you need to hear when you need to hear it even when you don't want to hear it Correct. so i feel like that kind of goes into it um for me at least like like as far as like be accountable it's just like doing what you know is right like not falling to like certain temptations not certain defaults not falling to certain like desires and pressures and shit like that that are like elementary shit right in a sense like you know like for instance like let's see i'm trying to think of a good example pussy there we go (laughs) oh my god (laughs) that's a great example all the way (laughs) i was trying to think off the top of my head but that was the first thing it was right in front of my face oh was it (laughs) i mean isn't that (laughs) oh was it that's the thing though like oh man okay as guys like and women too like we all have like certain desires and things and that that you know but like when you start making things that are not helping you progress in life and you start making those things a priority i feel like that's lack of accountability things like that Mm -hmm. i'm not saying you can't go out and enjoy hey go get your fuck on real quick go drink a little bit go smoke a little bit go do what you're gonna do but once you start letting those things take a hold of your life and you start planning your days around all right well at this time this person's gonna be available to do this and i'm gonna do this or at this time like i can go home and light up real quick and this that and you start planning around your day around like doing these like you know recreational fun like elementary shit then it's kind of that that's you know a big part of you know sticking to the plan being disciplined not folding when things get hard and you know when things are like all right well i can kind of lack a little bit let me take you know it's constantly keeping yourself wanting to do more constantly trying to keep pressure on yourself to take the next step in your life i feel like especially with you know with everything that there is how everything's so accessible nowadays 
it makes it a lot harder to be accountable. And it, I feel like it's a lot more acceptable to kind of just take the easy way out, oh, take the easy route. Bit. And, you know, okay, well, this is hard, but I have this option B that's a lot easier. That I, for ex- And actually, I think I might have said this already, but um, Sincere, the barber that we go to, I was talking to him about this one day when I was getting my hair cut. He said something. I was, we were talking about OnlyFans and shit like that. And I was kind of like telling him how I think it's kind of like, you know, easy way for girls. Like I know somebody that has an OnlyFans, this, that, whatever, but she tells me she wants to do this, this, and this, Mm -hmm. but it's like kind of like, I don't know, hesitant about it, always comes up with some type of excuses why she can't do this, that, whatever. And the way that he explained it to me is like OnlyFans for girls is like selling drugs for guys. It's the easy way out. It's, it's not really like you're going to make money. It's easy, like fast money you're going to get. But like in the long run, what does it really do for you? Right. And the way that he explained it, I'm just like, well, like, that's, no, that's a good as, analogy. I can't even like, what it's am I supposed okay to say analogy. to that? I feel like it's a great analogy. It because is great analogy. Not as dangerous at all. What but. do you mean? I mean, it depends what you're doing with these OnlyFans. Like some of these girls, like they do meetups and shit like that. And like they take it like take, well, they take sex. OK, so maybe not OnlyFans. Okay, like so being a drug dealer is like equivalent for a girl being a sex worker. In okay. a sense, OnlyFans is a sex worker. Yeah, and you're—it's an easy way out instead of you know taking time to go to school, take a class, learn a trade, do this, invest time into something that you want to do. But for some girls, that is a career for them. Like that is, and for some their guys, passion. and for some guys, selling drugs is a career. Well, it's not legal though, so it's it can only it's gotten it can to only, the point where it's legal. It's not all the way legal. Yeah, but we're talking if if you're going that route, you got to talk about you know. The people owning dispensaries and shit like that. That's, that's making a career. That out of you it. can make a you know right. a full blown career out of it mm-hmm. and have legal money backing you. That's right. different. When the analogy, at least the way I perceive it, is I I do agree it's an easy way, but selling drugs, for instance, doing it, you know, I mean in Florida, for instance, it's an illegal thing to do. That's the easy way out for States. some people. <laughs> Not just well, Florida. Correct, but I'm just saying there we, there's certain cities or certain states that, you know, have dispensaries. We do not. Well, it's federally so, still illegal, but yeah, go ahead. So, selling drugs, yeah, it could be the easy way out, but it's a, uh, you know, it's it's risky, which is, I mean, that's why it's called fast money. You know, it's it's a dangerous thing. You can get it quick, but I mean, it can go just as fast, and the consequences of getting that money can come real fast. With OnlyFans, yeah, if they're doing meetups, that's a little different because then you're kind of giving it some kind of risk factor. But if it's just, you know. But it's also essentially it's the only way out. It is. I mean, that's the point that I was trying to get at. But like to your point with OnlyFans, now you're painting that perception of yourself is that um, like when girls when you think when you think of a girl that does OnlyFans, it's not like you're like you're thinking she's a hoe. She does holy shit. She has holy tendencies. And that can fuck up, fuck up your career in the long run. If you want to get out of that shit, all that shit's out there. Mm -hmm. It's not like they're doing like there's paper trails on the Internet of your shit. And like obviously it's a, a secure site. You have to go through however many steps to even like make an account on there but like it's still out there like that's still the way that that people are promoting it now that these women are promoting that shit it it could be damning to your career and fuck you up in the long run i agree in the same way that if you sell drugs and you get arrested for it that shit will fuck you up in the long run right but yeah i mean if you i wasn't trying to go as deep as that but like it's it's like i said the fast way it's it's an easy way out you don't really have to lack of responsibilities there like you just got to make sure you got this this and this and you're good to go there's not really anything that is past surface level stuff to hold yourself accountable in in those avenues of work right there's not a lot of adversity that you're going to face other than potentially getting in trouble if you're selling drugs but 
you don't have to report to anybody. You don't have exactly. to show up somewhere on time. You don't have to deal with customer uh, service. Shit. Deal with their own time. Exactly. Exactly. It's all time. it's all contingent and based on what you want to do and how you want to do it, which makes things a lot easier. But there's different avenues than that. DoorDash, Uber Eats, like mm-hmm. there's different things exactly. that you can do. Exactly. You know For what I mean? Time being, and For that's time being. and that's you know, like in the, in the short term, that shit is not going to make you the amount of money that doing selling drugs or going doing OnlyFans is going to get you in the short short term. But when you do like when you do things like Uber Eats, DoorDash, there's you know thing. There, I think there's an app where you can go walk dogs and shit like that. Right. You're still Instacart. able, yeah. You're still able to create your own schedule right. and make time for the things that are going to get you to where you want to go. Correct. So it's like it's still you know it's still a side hustle. It's not like you're not working. I used to do Uber Eats. That shit like it is a hustle. Right. But in the meanwhile, I was doing things on the side. It's like, all right, well, I got this lined up, this lined up, this lined up. I could do this while I'm doing this, create my own schedule. I got to go do this real quick. And you're still getting shit done while you're making money. And not, it might not be the initial, like, instant gratification that you would get from doing, you know, from doing an OnlyFans or doing, selling drugs or something like that. But you still, you, you're able to work towards something that is more tangible that's going to help you out in the long run. Right. I kind of wanted to, I mean, I could go off that subject, but I kind of actually wanted to circle back to what you're saying, having, you know, a solid group around you, keeping you, holding you accountable. I think that's important for a lot of people because accountability, like we were saying, it's hard when it's just you. Mm -hmm. Like there's days you feeling lazy. I mean, for instance, I'll give a perfect example. Me with the gym. I, I do physical labor. So your boy be tired now, as fuck. This is being fuck. filmed. This episode is gonna come out. <laughs> yes, we know. Your boy be tired <laughs> as fuck after work sometime. And I got either Ryan calling me, Eric calling me. Oh, you ready for the gym yet? Like I just got home, just out the shower. I'm like, that's not fuck. a good example though, because he does the same yeah. thing. I was about to say that. Me and Ryan both were. I mean, no, I'm saying he's the one. I'm get. I'm the only reason I'm saying the fucking example is because. I have a solid group of people around me that hold me accountable. Right. Eric holds me accountable to what I say of, Correct. oh, no, you said you were going. Correct. I don't care how tired you are. You're going. And it doesn't matter if I fucking slept for 12 hours the night before or slept for one. I'm fucking going to the gym. But what Jordan, I think what Jordan was trying to say is that, like, for Ryan and I to get on you, it's easier for us to get on you because we also do manual labor work. So it's like we get you know we get that we get that we get that you're tired we get that you know it's been a long day but not only there's a whole there's a whole you know there's 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 still work to be done after you get off your nine to five and shit and you know going to the gym doing this podcast doing things like that i mean whatever your side hustle is i was just talking to my friend uh before we got here she said she's trying to start her own clothing brand but she she works at a nursing's office. She she has a nice little career. But while she's at work, sitting down doing nothing, she's looking up how to do Photoshop. She's right. looking up how to you know what you know what material she wants to use, what marketing tools she needs to use on the side while she's doing it. And that's you know that's a fucking hustle. Correct. That's hustle right there. Going out and fucking showing your titties or selling a little twenty sack that's down the street like. Mm-hmm. That's hustle, but like it's hustling. It, I feel like it's hustling backwards nowadays with, with so many avenues that you have to do whatever the fuck you want nowadays. Correct. But based off what Jacob was just saying, I think you respect more when when Eric or Ryan is getting on you about it because they both do manual labor. So they you guys can relate on that. You know what I'm saying? They they are in a similar world as you. So when they're getting on you, you respect it more. You well, they're not saying? necessarily getting on me. They're just holding me to what I what I'm saying. Yeah. It's not like they're, I'm trying it's not to say like, it like, like I'm not nah. trying to say they're dad because I'll still go back and forth with both of them. Like my day was harder. Fuck you guys. That's how I like I'll feel sometimes. But okay. they're they're telling me like 
but you said this. So, so then kinda, they're putting myself, I'll make me it, against myself. I'll make it easy for you. Me, I call you and be like, Jacob, what the fuck? Let's go to the gym. You didn't do shit today, bro. Let's go. I've had a like, hard day. I'd be like, you're a fucking liar. You're going to look at me because I don't do manual labor as who the fuck are you to be getting on me about this shit? You're not going to respect what I'm saying as much as Eric or Ryan who do, do similar work as you do. That's what I'm trying to say. In a sense, but I'm just, uh, the way I was, or my way of why I was saying it is more of not necessarily what's being said or how it's being said, but just the fact that they're saying it. Like, correct. Because most people, our friend group, for instance, we don't sugarcoat a lot of shit. Right. So say I said, oh, I'm going to go to the gym five days a week. Eric's going to call me. The fuck you ain't here? This is the third, like, you only got, you better come. Yeah. Right. Shit like that. We don't sugarcoat shit where other people, some people have groups of friends that are a bunch of yes men around you correct that's not gonna help you you know build on anything if you fucking got someone telling you no you're okay man you're doing good right just don't worry about it you got it tomorrow no it takes somebody you know on your ass sometimes to help you be consistent and i mean because consistency honestly rather than accountability consistency is the key to a lot of things correct so if you're doing you're putting in the effort you're putting in the work eventually results are going to come it's not a lot of people because we've talked about it a lot of people always want it instant gratification a lot of shit don't come like that good shit doesn't come instantly yeah shit exactly good shit's not supposed to come easy yeah the shit that your work the shit that's good is you got to put work for you got to you know put some time you're gonna you're gonna have rough nights you're gonna have times where it's like damn is this shit really worth it you're gonna have doubts you're gonna it's gonna it's a whole roller coaster of up and downs but i feel like if if Something is giving you that trouble, but you have that passion. Like it's gonna pay. It's gonna pay off in the end. You might not get exactly what you want, but you're gonna reap some benefits, right. for sure. But you know, it. You know that doesn't play into today's society that much. A lot of you know a lot of people are looking for something that is you know right now, right now. Give Quick. it to me right now. I want this money right now. I want the fame right now. I want everything right now. And when we can get just about everything right now when you want it, mm-hmm. you know, when there's something that's worth working for, people kind of like, oh, well, yeah. they they either lose interest or they they try to talk themselves out of it or there's a million different excuses that you can come up with. But at the end of the day, like, that's what it is. It's an, it's an excuse. It's not anything more than, oh, well, this and that. And you could put a million different reasons on it and try and spin it and justify this that way and that. And it's just like, nah, like, at the end of the day, you just wasted 20 minutes giving an excuse right you really could have just said i didn't like i just don't feel like doing it and then you move on and then Mm -hmm. but like for me at least i can respect that more from people it's like if you're admitting like i just man i'm just fucking tired man i'm just doing whatever instead of trying to justify shit and give yourself a reason to make it okay that you're not you know taking steps to you know like the for the gym for example yeah like you know you're laying in bed you had a hard day of work Oh man, like I did work hard. I don't have to do this because I did this and I was lifting this at the at work. So maybe I don't have to do this at the gym or I can cut. And then you start fucking debating with yourself in your head when you could have just gotten your ass up, eating something real quick, take a drink of water and then head the fuck out, go to the gym for an hour and then be back home. And then you still have the rest of the night to do what the fuck you want. But people will like, like I said, they will argue with themselves and like try and talk themselves out of something. And then by the time you're ready to go do it, it's already too late. It's eight, nine o'clock. And now you have to get ready for your next day. So it's like, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a constant battle. Like we all go through it. I go through it. There's days where I'm laying in my bed. I'm just like, fuck, like I do not want to get up right now. It's just like, it's not the move, but you know, 
what else am I going to be doing? What is laying here going to fucking, what am I going to get done by laying here just yeah, watching TV or being on my phone doing, you know, who knows what, you know, that shit doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't help. And not to say that you don't need free time. You don't need downtime. Of course you do. Yeah. Everyone needs to rest, but you can do, I mean, a lot more with not only just your day, but you could do a lot more with your time. You know, that's something we're never going to get back. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you might as well make the most of your time and do as much as you can do with it. But, I agree. You know, it, hel it helps having a good core, you know, group around you. Yeah, I mean, having a strong check and balance system around you is very important because it's easy for you to go through life thinking that you're right about everything mm -hmm. if nobody lets you know. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And if you don't have people around you that you respect, you're never going to value what the fuck people are telling you. You dig what I'm saying? So it's it's important and it's a great thing that we all have that for each other. We all, for the most part, respect each mm -hmm. other and respect what's being said. And we, I think we all take um, each other's opinions about each other into account. For sure. For sure. You got to have that, though. Yeah. We all trade off, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, last night I was getting on Jacob. Last week, Jacob was getting on me. The week before that, Eric was getting on me. Uh, we've gotten on Eric. Like, it just goes back and forth. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But it'll always be like that. You know what I'm saying? Everybody everybody needs some type of tutelage or some type of, you know, sharpening, yeah. or, you know? And I was telling you this last night, like, you're never too old to learn from somebody. Right. You're never too young to learn from somebody. Correct. Like, the people who feel like they can't learn from anybody have capped themselves off, and they're the people that are fucking shit up because they feel like they know everything. When it's like, how the fuck can you know everything? Right. It would take three, four lifetimes to learn everything that there is to know, to do everything that you want to do with life. So it's like, honestly. So it's like, how is it that... I'm not saying that you're not wise. I'm not saying this, that, whatever, but you got to like, you got to be able to keep your, your mind open, your ears open and easier said than done. Cause I know I get it. I, and I've said this on the podcast before, like it's hard for me to take shit from people. Sometimes it's hard for me to listen to people sometimes just cause, right. just cause, uh, you know, I, I don't really have like a, a dominating male figure in my life to really look up to. So like, I didn't really like tell me something. I dare you. But that's something that I've had to work on. It's something that I've had to check. It's something, it's something that, you know, it's a good thing, but I also got to learn to be able to reel it in. And right. when it's time to listen and when it's time to open my ears and when it's time to sit down and just take what's, you know, what's being given to me, I got to, I got to do just that swallow pride and, you know, take it for what it is. It's still something that I, that I work on that I'm still working on. It's probably one like, so it's like I said, every, it's a constant battle. Like you're never like if you're never going to be your perfect form of yourself ever. We don't have enough time nope. in this world to do that. Right. Keep those ears open. Yeah, listen to No Hangover yeah. podcast for sure. I mean, the purpose of <laughs> life something. is to continue to get better and grow. Honestly, if you're not, then you're dead, in a sense. You know what I'm saying? You're not mm -hmm. moving. You're not progressing. You got to keep moving. You got to keep learning. You got to keep bettering yourself. Just keep swimming. And and with that, <laughs> with that comes listening to people and you know taking in information and using it to the best of your abilities. Mm-hmm. This is true. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. But it is hard, especially yes, especially as men. Oh yeah, that shit for sure. Is hard as fuck. Can't tell us shit. <laughs> fuck. Well, and we'll sit down and fucking talk in circles and fucking we do. argue in circles and shit. And it's just like, and we respect <laughs> everything each other, what we say and our opinions about each other. But, but we're all very competitive. Yeah. So the it turns it turns though. into, but I could do this better than you. But I'm faster <laughs> than you. But I'm. A that's lot of it, times it turns and that's into why that. Sometimes it does turn into that. And that's what 
that part is the greatest shit to me. It's hilarious. Why? Just the way we are. Yeah. Like we'll, we respect each other enough to listen, uh-huh. but then we'll always want to one up it. Exactly. Like we'll be but, like, yeah. I hear what you're saying, uh-huh. and then we want to. Then the next person wants to get their point out and across, and then it's like, it's ego. All right. Man. Well, then exactly. We we check our egos on a daily, <laughs> but it's it's just hilarious to me to see because. Like, we're, we're literally be talking about checking our egos and then someone's ego has to be checked yeah. it's like what the fuck we're mm-hmm. just this is literally the conversation we're having right and it's just funny i mean especially out of, when out drinking of, out of the things that we have listed down there what do you think is the hardest for you as far as accountability um sticking to a plan i'd say being like not keeping folding. myself being disciplined yeah discipline and cons- for me discipline and consistency i feel like sticking to the plan helps me be consistent Mm -hmm. and disciplined i need something i need something to follow step by step in order for me to help hold myself accountable Mm -hmm. so as long as i'm have a plan and i can stick to it most likely i'll be consistent with things and disciplined if i don't then i'll kind of be all waver off it's easier for me to waver off and be all over the place i'd say yeah sticking to a plan would be a good one too because i mean i feel for for instance with no hangover with a lot of other things i feel like i am consistent with a lot of things but my consistency, it yet yes, I'm there, but I'm not all the way there. Yeah. Like there's certain things it's la- it lacks because I'm not sticking to a plan yeah. or because I'm not being disciplined with certain things. Yeah, I might physically be there, be given in, you know the time, but sometimes the effort isn't all the way there. And this is it's something like with the podcast, especially you have to give it your all. You can't just give you know half of it or right. like Jordan always likes to say, one foot in, one foot out. You got to give it, you know, you got to be all the way in. So he was listening to me. I, like that. <laughs> yeah, I listen every once in a while. Every once in a while. But I mean, we all have I'm been pretty. To see con- who brings up the last one, honestly. We've all been pretty consistent with things. Um, damn, what was I going to say? You made me forget now. You brought up the last, the last topic. My mind went somewhere else. <laughs> he, he went straight to He's like, <laughs> oh, my biggest thing that I've been trying to express to you is just exercising your strengths. You know what I'm saying? We're all brothers. We know each other well. I know what you're good at. And sometimes we've had this conversation before. Sometimes I feel like you don't all the way exercise those strengths. You know what I'm saying? So like I've told you many times, that's that's all I want to see. And I think once you start doing that, things are going to change. Things are going to pick up in a different way. Mm-hmm. And that's for all of us. You know what I'm saying? We all need to exercise our strengths, whatever we're good at. Yeah. Hone in on that. Yeah, Eric. What? Hone in on that individually. And then as a collective, it'll, it'll take us. Together, it'll yeah. come together and things will move more smoothly when exactly. we come together we'll have things to bring to the table we'll right. have things well i'm working on this and this exactly oh bet i've been doing this now i mean killing two birds with one stone mm-hmm. now i can go to this place and we can get this done or you know whatever like right and we're all our own men we can all do things on our own mm-hmm. and like i think we all trust each other enough to know that we're going to make good decisions and then come to each other to make sure everybody mm-hmm. agrees mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so I, as long as we're on the same page with that you know success is coming our way that's a good thing though i mean i feel like like as like just growing up you kind of like just as adults as people like you kind of try you steer away from working together as a team and i feel like and maybe it's just more of you know how the times are but it's a lot more just individual individualistic is that a word individuality individuality like just being like you getting all the credit you getting all the glory like me not working on a team like me doing this me doing that instead of like People yeah. do the most great, like the greatest things when we come together and work as a team. That's like true. People in general, mm-hmm. and it's like we're we we're leaning more into a, a area of me 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 me, and mm-hmm. not us 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 working together. And you know, growing up in that, 
and then trying to come together and do something, you know, like we said, it's, it takes a lot of ego checking. It takes a lot of this. It takes a lot of, you know, it does. you know, bring reeling, reeling it in. Mm-hmm. And I feel like doing things like this, is, you know, helps you grow as people, helps you grow as a man, helps you grow like, you know, working as a team, like it understanding does. that, like, you have to deal with other people's personalities. Like, it's just not all about how I feel. It's not just all about you know, what my feelings are. You also have to take into consideration. I'm working with this person. They might like this and this. I'm working with that person. They Mm -hmm. like it maybe a little this way. So let's come together, talk about it, bounce things off off of each other to come to a common ground. Right. And it might not be that, it's not 100% what I want. Maybe, Mm -hmm. you know, I wanted wanted this red and you wanted it blue, but... You know, it, it, we came to the compromise that, all right, it's better blue. Let's do it like that. Right. It still looks good. Maybe not what I wanted, but it gets the job done. We put it out there and boom, that's it. Right. It's little things like that. And that Coming you, to compromises and sometimes you got to take a back seat mm-hmm. to, you know, to one. I mean, it's we've done it on the podcast itself. We vote, you know, sometimes it's two to one. One person's like, fuck. Yeah, but hey, just fucking it is what punches, it is. You yeah. kind of got to take a back seat on that. For, right. for example, that exact thing we're talking about or Whatever the case was, if we vote for it, but it's to better off the group. And you look through, I mean, look through our history. A lot of successful people tell you how they're, what made them successful. Yeah. It's not just them. Mm-hmm. Granted, it's it is a lot of, it's a, it's a lot on them, you know, with their, it could be natural born talent. Their, you know, their, just their drive, their consistency. But they will tell you it is a team around them. Correct. You know, getting them to where they are today and getting them to get to that point. Mm-hmm. Not only that, the the the, um, the saying, it's not what you know, it's who you know, is yeah. a real thing. You know what I'm saying? You can have all the talent and, you know, all the work ethic in the world, but if nobody provides you that opportunity, nobody's yeah. ever going to see it. It's true. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So relationships are super important, and, and building a good team means that you have good relationships with people. And I think that's something that we've all done pretty well, and I think that's something that we're still focusing on. So, facts. Yes, Sersky. Facts. So, you want to hit the last one on the head? Literally? <laughs> I mean, Who are we starting with? I mean, I brushed on it when I brought That's up true. the OnlyFans thing. Okay, I mean, so we then br- you, you presented then. I mean, just not, I mean, we have it on here not being a slave to pussy. I, I mean, when we were coming up with the topics, I was kind of taking a jab of somebody. Not going to say any names, but. You could say who. I was <laughs> just taking a little jab, but like, it's more of like, <laughs> <laughs> it's more of like, and in general thing, like I said before, like you can't allow something that I mean, and really with anything, I don't feel like you should become a slave to anything because that's just not healthy. Like then it right. takes away from, you know, from everything else. You know, there's not just one important thing in life. You got to take care of bills. You got to go, you know, see family. You got to make time for friends. You got to make time for yourself. So if you're becoming so focused on one thing that it's just like I said, you're planning your whole day around it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I don't feel like that's really healthy, but. Unless it's no hangover podcast, then by all means. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I mean, don't be don't be a slave to pussy. It's fun, but <laughs> and what it's intoxicating. Kind of, what would kind of mean by that? Just just to you know, give a I guess That's a breakdown about it. True, <laughs> true. <laughs> Touche. Yeah, I guess what I mean by it, <laughs> there you go. Because when we wrote it, yeah, we were just being we were on some funny shit. But it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of not only. It's just basically putting it into priorities. Like, if it's we're not saying you know if it's your girl or something. If you're if you're you know yeah that's if you, different. If you have though. a girlfriend and you got a wife, yeah, by all different. means you know be because, there for your woman and y'all should love each other to your fullest and whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you're a single male, single female, and you're worrying about 
for instance, males, if we're just worrying about like, oh, I'm trying to take this chick out or, oh, I want to go here with this girl or this girl or whatever the case may be, or, oh, I'm just trying to go out to see or meet new girls. You're kind of taking you're taking a backseat to yourself, basically, of like, oh, you could be doing this, this, and this with your time, but instead you're out going, you know. Chasing tail. Yep. Chasing tail. Trying to catch you some strange. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of it. But it's a testosterone thing. It's something in young men that, like, you just have to get out of your system. You know what I'm saying? And I don't but think we're all the way through with it in, 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 in no way, but I think we're at a point where we we can better gauge it and we know what we're doing and we understand how intoxicating it can become and how much time and energy it takes yeah. up. Because it does take up a lot of time and energy. I feel like we all, we all go through, I mean, it's just spurts. throughout. Well, not spurts, but we've all gone through our own growing pains, basically. Oh, yeah. And like we kind of now are to a point where we all look at it a little differently and that kind of. In what regard? What do you mean? How do you, for instance, the elderman over here, he's mm-hmm. a little bit older, you know, he's experienced some things that maybe we haven't just, just by the age difference or just by his experiences. Right. Right. Certain things where he might not want, like, for instance, I'll, I'll use a great example for Eric. Going downtown. Uh-huh. We like going downtown. We have a fun time. We like drinking. We like, you know, having a good time, seeing people. I'm not saying he doesn't like seeing people having a good time, but downtown isn't really Eric's place. Uh-huh. What's that have to do with pussy? What do we go downtown for? <laughs> That's what. That's what. Promote Anyways, badge. to promote the, yeah, to promote the <laughs> podcast and shit like that. Uh-huh. But in the back of your head, you're always thinking, oh, who yeah. am I going to see downtown? Yeah. Is there new people to meet downtown? Damn, she looks fine. She's downtown. Shit like that. <laughs> with with Eric's sense, for instance, he's like, fuck that. He doesn't even put himself in those situations uh, because he's like, I don't really fuck with going downtown. And he's, I mean, I'm to the same point, but he's also to a point where it's like, pussy is pussy. <laughs> You're to the same point? That if when you, you, you need, just contradicted yourself. You said me or you. I said we like going downtown, but pussy is pussy. When I need it, I'll get it. If not, I'm straight. <laughs> that is true. I'll say this. I feel like we're all at a point where we have done it. You know what I'm saying? We've, oh, yeah. we've all had moments where we've been on a run and it's coming fast and yeah. we've enjoyed ourselves and we know we can do it and we know what it feels like. Yeah. Not to say that it's over. Like We still will probably have some of those moments, but I think we're at a point in life where if we don't get it or if it doesn't go our way, we're okay because we've been there, done that. Yeah, it ain't a thing. It's not a thing. You know what I mean? So it's easier for us to prioritize the the real shit, the shit that actually counts, mm. and then deal with that second. You dig what I'm saying, man? But there, I like I know people that are like, fuck fiends, fiends for that shit. Yeah, I was raised by one. What do you mean? <laughs> the battery was put in my back from a very young age. Oh shit, that shit is like that. It didn't take away from his success. He's very yeah. successful and he had his priorities together. Yeah. But that was around our age that was his top priority yeah. he'd be the first person to tell you that yeah you know that I mean? shit is I don't know like like don't get me wrong I fucking I love women I love that shit it's great but like I love that shit I like I don't know it just like it just I, not that it got old but like I don't know it kind of got old in a sense looking just for more like, real shit yeah it does get old it does yeah I mean it, it just kind of like alright like this is cool. What's like, the point it's of an ego, like, it's it ego is thing. like it. I don't want to say like I'm not trying to sound like a douche, but it just kind of gets like 
like you said, just uh, there's more. Like, what more? Like, if this is this all you're fucking giving me right now? This is all you can provide for me. This is only gonna go so far. But I think if it, all you're if all you're giving me is sex and that's it, like, this is great. It's fun, but how far? Like, how much more can we really do of this before like it gets boring or like someone loses interest or like if this is all you're providing me? Most humans, though, especially men, have a very insatiable um, appetite for things. Like once. We get something, it's like, okay, I got it, but I want something more now. Yeah, What's next? Yeah. I want something different. And, like, that's with women, that's with money, that's with success. Like, mm-hmm. once you get to a certain point of life and you're here, it's like, okay, everything that I dreamed we're not, of. We're and, not often we, content. Right. Everything I dreamed of, I wanted, now it's here. And, like, now what? Now what? Like, I have fun, I enjoy it, I feel it, but I don't feel all the way happy or complete. Now I want something else. Yeah. So I think that'll always be a thing. I feel like in that in that instance though, like I feel like it's a deep rooted issue. For me, like I want to be rich. I'm not rich yet. I want to have money. Mm-hmm. I want to have certain cars. I want to have a nice house and shit like that. But those for me, those aren't the things that are gonna make me like. Well, it doesn't content. have to be materialistic. Yeah, things. like I'm the thing, like that. like it. Obviously, like those are goals that I want to have. But the things that are gonna make me content is you know having good relationship with people. You know, being able to go talk to them, you know my mom, my dad, if I need to. Being able to go on trips with my family and things like that. Spending quality time with people is what I feel like at the end, like knowing where I stand with those people is what brings me like my ultimate, like I guess satisfaction, my happiness, you know, knowing where I stand with my mom, my dad, my sisters, my family, you guys, you know, knowing how, you know, what you guys view of me, what you guys think of me. Cause you're the people that I spend the most time with. Like, why would I care? If, you know, like, yeah, I have this. I have a billion Julian cars, but if I have no close friends and everybody that I grew up with fucking hates me and thinks I'm a douchebag, then what does all that mean to me then? Yeah. What does it all mean, Basil? <laughs> so, I mean, like, it is, it is a, I mean, it's a, it's, it's good to have that, that drive of wanting more, but at what point is, you know, enough enough? That's, I mean, that's the ultimate question, and it, you know, varies from person to person. It's a case to case thing, Mm -hmm. because what might be what what might make me happy and what makes me content, and I feel like I'm satisfied. It's not going to be the same for you. Exactly, it's not going to be the same for you. It might be similar, but you might want to take, you know, an extra step. You (laughs) might you you might be like, oh, I'm good right here. I see Eric growing, but I'm good right here. Like I don't got to do anymore. Like I'm fine where I'm at. Right. So it just varies. It's a case to case thing, but you know that's. Like I said, one is enough. Enough. There's always somebody who's willing to take that next level, take that next step, take that, take that, and then you know, where where's the cap off? Correct. Sky's the limit. It's true. Well, I would hope to. I never want to be content. Like I never want to think in my life like, oh, I've done everything. I have nothing left to do. Like I never want to get to that point. I have goals that. I mean, once I reach those goals, I'll be satisfied and I will be happy. But I don't think of like a goal of mine would never to be content. Like, I, I want to keep progressing and throughout see, my whole life. I want to be content. Like, I feel like... I want to be comfortable. Content be, like, in the in the sense of, like... Yeah, content free, in the sense of, like, I've accomplished what I've, I wanted to accomplish in my lifetime. Like, when I'm on my deathbed, like, I was able to, you know, we were able to do 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 whatever we want to do with this podcast. I was able to, no, you know, go, go travel. I was able to go see things. I was able to go provide for my family go give to charity go do this go do that do all these things have children have my children have grandchildren you know see them you know grow up and things like no and, and, and that aspect like i feel like that's where my like i'm that's like my contentness right is that you know seeing those things but 
you know, some people are you like you said, you're someone that you don't ever want to be, and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. There's you know, there's not there's there's not like there's a right or wrong answer to how you live your life and shit like that. You, the thing like if you're doing good by people and you're doing good by yourself, then you know, do what you want to do. If you don't you don't feel like you're content until the day you die, then it hey, more fucking power to you. Well, that's yeah. that's just how I feel. Like for instance, I feel. I mean, that point makes sense. Yeah, when I'm on my deathbed, yes, I would like to think of all the things I've done and be mm-hmm. like, I'm great here. But I'm saying until I get to that point, I don't want to ever, ever want to feel yeah. like, because I feel like if you're content, that's kind of the end for you. Yeah. Like, what are you? what is left for yeah, you to like do? Yeah, like 40-some years yeah. old. Okay, if you're like, I've done it. everything and I want to do, like I don't want to hit that to point yeah. to where I'm like, I've done everything I want. What else do I have to live for? Like, yeah. I don't want to get to that. Yeah. I want to be, you know, someone who is progressing to all my goals, reach all my goals, and then, all right, time for some new goals. Yeah, new set of goals. <laughs> like, and keep going, you know? I don't ever want to be like, this is it. I'm, the I'm pinnacle. Here. Yeah. I am here. Right. You know, this is the peak of all peaks. I don't, I'm not going up or down yeah. anymore. Right. Like, yeah, I mean, that's the, that's a sad life. If, if, you, if you reach that before you're on your deathbed, I feel like that is a sad life. That's what I'm saying. That's why, I like, I understood what you meant by it, but yeah. I was just saying, like, I feel like content – might not have been the best word we were using yeah. to start it because it's like mm-hmm. I don't want to ever be content. I want to, you know, keep pushing towards future goals and like, yeah, you know, ha- settle okay. down, have kids, have grandkids, get to a point of financial freedom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, a lot- fly on the no hangover jet. You know, <laughs> a lot of shit. Speaking into existence, yeah. But a lot <laughs> of people, a lot of people give up, man. A lot of people. You know, life has a way of beating people up and putting, life beats the shit out you, right? And putting you in in predicaments or circumstances where you no longer can work towards those goals that you had. You know what I'm saying? Now you have a family, you have kids, you have things that kind of stagnate you. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people just it's not impossible though. It's not impossible. You're right, but a lot of people run into those life issues and you know they're like, "Fuck it, I'm just this is my life now." Yeah, yeah. I think that's the yeah, yeah that's a, that's a. Exactly, Man. settled. Right. Yeah, that's I, what I don't like. Or I have I people. Don't want. Yeah, I have people close to me that have like I've sat down to talk to them, and we had heart to hearts, and they've told me that, and like, like it for me hearing them say that sucked, but the way that they were saying it, like they seemed like they were okay with it. So like I'm okay if they're okay with that, that's fine, and like more power to you. But like me hearing that, I'm like, man, you still got so much more life to live. Like, mm-hmm. why is it that like? Do you think it's easier to say? Do you think it's easy to say that because you're not in their predicament? For sure, and I'm also they they got years on me too, so right. it's like and I know like they've they're they're very close to me, so I know that you know what they've been through. Life has you know life has been rough for them. They've gone through a lot of rough patches, but like I don't know. Like I mean, back to the point, it's like you're what in your late forties, early fifties, and you're already oh well, I just don't want to. Uh, I feel like I'm just going to settle with this. I don't feel, I'm just like, but. And some people still do it got, a lot earlier. Yeah, than that, but it's like, you guys, you still got like, okay, so like in a perfect world, you know, you're you're in your late 40s, early 50s, you still got another 25, 30 years to live. It's like, fuck, like how mm-hmm. much can you do in that time? In right. a perfect world. I hope that's in all of our worlds. I mean, you never know. Like you could yeah. get cut short. I you mean, know, yeah. Things happen. Like, yeah, exactly. correct. No debt. That's what I'm saying. Tomorrow's perfect, not promised. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. In a perfect world, you have at least another 30 years. Shit, I don't want to get to more than 70 right. though. Right. Well, shit. I mean, that'd be cool. I mean, once I can't we'll wipe see. my own ass, yo, take me around <laughs> back. Take me, like, that's it. I don't, I, I, I don't want to live where I can't, you know, 
I'm gonna throw some depends on you. Boy. <laughs> boy, I can't fend for myself. I even wipe my own ass. Like that. That's that's not fun for me. But <laughs> but I mean, like Chilling it's just like yeah, seeing shit like chairs. that, like hearing shit like that. It just like for me personally, like I said, it's like you know, it's not you're not hurting anybody, but like people will just like get so caught up in the moment sometimes, which is not a bad thing. But when you're holding yourself back from getting to your peak of happiness, mm-hmm. whatever that might be, that I feel like it's a disservice to yourself. Right. But you know, that moment becomes your reality. Exactly, it's a problem. Exactly, and it's just like, man, but there's so much more to life. Like, I mean, just with this, we were talking about earlier. You, we made you made that PowerPoint. We had a list of things that we needed to get done. Like at the time, it seemed like a lot. Mm -hmm. Two months later, you know, we knocked out half the list in two months, and now it's just you know keep on going easy mm-hmm. moving like at the time it was like fuck like this seems like it's hard like right. we gotta I mean, go it was, through all- it was not easy it wasn't it was but, a very tedious yeah, process yeah. a lot of things that needed to be done but i knew that once we got past that part now everything is just plugging and playing mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying we've done the, the the big things that we need to do done the groundwork we've done the groundwork we have the infrastructure we have the foundation now we plug and play and continue to grow you know what i mean and that's what most things is just getting through the hard part once you get through the hard part and you you figure out that hey i can achieve this you know you start to coast and add little things here and there you have a rhythm so i think that's what it's about yeah and the hard part could be different depending on the situation True. like like this, oh. like this was a very you know very minute example of the podcast like in the grand scheme of things like this isn't life or death or anything like that this isn't gonna like but there's people that are dealing with certain things that they're going to have to go down a road mm-hmm. that is extremely difficult. That is going to be a whole life change, Correct. lifestyle change, finances, relationship with families and shit like that. And like, I understand it and I get it, but I'm a believer that there's nothing put in front of you that you can't handle that. What that is not, you're not made to handle. Right. It might seem like a tall task at the time, but you know, you're not going to have anything in front of you that you're not going to be able to overcome in my opinion. But that's also, you know, it also depends on the person and how they were raised, you know, what their values are, what they, you know, it, it, it you know, it goes into it. They believe in de- exactly. It goes. It, it's a lot deeper than just go do it. Done. Boom. That's yeah. it. You know, it, it, for some for some it isn't for some it is it. But for you know, some, if, that's if it was easy, then everybody be. would do it. Correct. Well, not everybody would have a podcast. Exactly. Well, I'm not saying like the podcast. Part. I'm saying the. That's just I'm an just, example. I'm just using yeah, that yeah. as an example. Yeah, but this is true. Sorry, but no, I meant like what you were saying about um, some people. You know, they come to a point where they're like, "Oh, I can't do this." Some people are like, "Fuck it, I got it," yeah. and then just we just and that's and that's bum rush and that's shit. the fucking that's the great thing about it is that first you'll have for the person that you have that is scared to go take that leap you'll have somebody who will fucking take the leap five six times and not give a He's fuck doing cartwheels off the honestly <laughs> like they'll fall on their face get up and fucking all right bet i learned let's go do it again let right. me see if i could do it better this time right. and that's the great thing about it but i mean that's you know that's the, that's the thing about this world is that you have the opportunity to do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Not everybody is going to have these opportunities. Not everybody's going to have the opportunities that you have. I don't have the opportunities that you had that I, you don't have the opportunities that I did. We don't have the, opp- so, but it's about seizing those opportunities and not letting them just go by the wayside and overthinking things and thinking, oh, well, I can't do this cause I don't feel like dealing with this. Or I, I just don't feel like that, you know, whatever, whatever, like it's going back to making a billion jillion excuses and talking yourself out of it. And by the time that, you come to a, a realization, then the opportunity has come and gone, and then you don't know when the next one's going to come by. Yeah. I mean, I think this is a perfect example of seizing our opportunities where we're sitting right now, mm-hmm. based off Jacob. You know, mm-hmm. fortunately, Jacob has uh, 
this situation where he did. built it with his own two hands. He built it with his own two hands, but <laughs> he is in a um, situation where he is afforded a certain lifestyle and certain resources that he can take advantage of, mm-hmm. and he's doing it. You know what I'm saying? We're all doing it. So I think that's a perfect example of that. Mm-hmm. Appreciate you, dog. Honestly. Anytime. Anytime. Honestly. But yes, this nice walls behind me. Oh yeah, they're gonna get covered up soon. We're gonna have some nice things to put up here, and it's not gonna just be us and microphones and water bottles. Even though we are good to look at, I do need a haircut. <laughs> but yeah, changes uh, changes are coming. They've been happening, so stay tuned. Progressing, like we say every episode, and people are seeing people are sure. seeing the progression just based off conversations that we've had with people. Last night, you know, people were paying attention. People are enjoying the changes that we're making. So also feel free. We don't say it for our health. Feel free to comment. That is true. We don't say it because we think it's cool. If you (laughs) think your opinion isn't as important as other people's opinion, our opinion isn't important. So there you go. (laughs) Right. (laughs) We got to make it important. And what is a podcast? Opinions. Opinions. A bunch of fucking opinions. <laughs> especially, this, opinions. especially this one. Especially this we're one. This opinionated one fucks. Of, <laughs> this one is full of opinions. Yeah, so we're not we, the most factual group. I mean, there's some. We, we do try, our research. We, we try and base it Sometimes. off the fact, but... We're not the most factual we're group. We're not. We're not. We ha- we, we, it's but like it's said, tossed in there. Yeah. But it's, most of it is based off our experiences. Mm-hmm. Which is subjective. Real world, yeah. real world experiences. Boom. Shit. We're living through it just as you. Your opinion to a certain topic, certain subjects, subjects you want us to talk about. We love the feedback because how are we going to know how to get better if you don't let us know? 100%. I can only listen to myself talk so much. I think I'm okay. Oh, fuck. I think you can listen to yourself talk all day. <laughs> nah. I could talk all day. I can't listen to myself talk all day. <laughs> the difference. Uh, I ain't got time man. for that. All right. I think he's saying you just talk to talk. Sometimes. He likes to think that, but. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. All right. How much time we got left? We should just do we Super Bowl. Super Bowl. I got my pick, out. too, by the way. Oh, Long you do? Awaited. Long awaited. Long I had to, you, you know, watch some Sports Center. Had to check in on some experts. And uh, I took a little shot last week. Both of my picks lost. Bills, Packers. So Yeah, what know, was that based off of? the same type of analysis that you just took to make this pick or that was more just based off what you know what my picks from last week yeah because you just said that you i did some research for this pick or listened to some experts did you do that i mean i listen like if i'm not listening to like music or anything i'm listening to some type of like in my car like yeah in my car like i have the sports talk radio Mm -hmm. station in my car like if i'm going to sleep if i don't put on netflix sports centers on nba tv nfl like that's Pretty much all I fucking watch on TV. So last week, I mean, I'm I, as far as like picking the Bills over the Chiefs, the Bills were just, in my opinion, at the time they were a hotter team. They came in the last like three, four games of the season, scoring like forty some points. They had, you know, Josh Allen was on a on a hot streak. He was on a tear. They they were just they were just playing really well. And the last month of the season, the Chiefs were not playing so well. Right. For as good as they are, they're only winning by like you know. A Eight, handful of points. nine points, ten points. It wasn't anything that was, was super. Like, I think it was like six. Yeah, points. like they were. They, there was no convincing wins, and I was kind of leaning towards that. The Bills were blowing people out. They so. were, but a lot of people were saying that the Chiefs they could just turn it on, like they could just flip a switch. And I was kind of like, can they though? Like they've kind of this whole season, like yeah, they've been winning, but like it's just been like 
it hasn't been dominating uh, and like as convincing as it was the season before. And then we watched and the game. And then they went got into the playoffs Bill's, and Bills first nine points they though. just they turned it on and they flipped the switch and it's ridiculous. they beat the Browns and then they came it's in and ridiculous. they watching the Chiefs play sometimes yeah the Bills looked like they didn't belong on the same field with the Chiefs like we, Josh Allen at first like, we did nine straight points we you Bills Mafia boy yeah, you are. <laughs> Anyways, that was my pick too. I got I got fucked over on that one. And then the the Packers pick, I just picked the Bucks though. I don't know. I, I just know that again. One. Aaron Rodgers, the Packers were on a hot streak. They were, Aaron Rodgers was playing lights out, and he MVP didn't play. Season. Yeah, he didn't play bad in the playoff game. But those then that third, like halfway through the third quarter, through the fourth, he just they had they the their defense was playing well. The Packers defense and the offense just stalled out. They would look very one dimensional. They're just trying to feed the ball to Devontae Adams, like yeah, Aaron, Aaron made amount. some kicking. He should have ran. He should have ran because so there's a lot should, of things he fucked up. He should have ran because it was third down. So if you run, even if you don't score, it's what four and three to until the goal until the end zone. So it's like fuck. If you can't score, then then and you're putting the ball in Aaron Rodgers' hands. He had an MVP season. Like I would take my chances with that rather than trying to force a ball to Devontae Adams in triple coverage that hit the dirt. I'm just like man. Man, and then they kick a field goal yeah. instead of going for it on fourth down. Yeah, that shit hurt. It ended up hurting them. That shit. But Jordan, over he guessed it right. He picked all. He picked. He picked, he picked both right. Chiefs and Bucks going. I to sure, the I start, sure did. We'll start with you then for your Super Bowl prediction. Who do you got winning the game? I feel like well for the picks I just made or I made last week. I feel like that was the consensus pick. You mm-hmm. know, everybody wanted to see that. So I kind of was going off of that, but I also felt like they were the two best teams. Um, I'm not betting against Brady. Not with six rings, not with the history that he has. Um, I know that so you, th- you think Tampa I, gonna pull it off. Huh? I know that that Kansas City Chief team is very Check talented, is, especially on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, they have so many weapons: Patrick Mahomes, um, Harden, Tyreek Hill, running backs, Travis Kelsey, Andy Reid is a mastermind. So it's gonna be hard to stop that team. But I think the only way you slow that team down is physicality. I think if the Bucks come out and smack them in the mouth and apply pressure to Patrick Mahomes, which is very rare, I think that offense has a hard time establishing their rhythm. Fun fact, though, Patrick Mahomes has the highest QBR against pressure. Does he really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. And well, Tom Brady's like 27th in the league against he's, pressure. He's good under pressure. But I feel like the only way to, to slow a fast offense down yeah. is to be physical with them. You know what I'm saying? Which, and that's their best bet, in yeah. my opinion. If they can do that, I think they have a good chance of neutralizing them and winning the ballgame. The Chiefs don't have their left tackle. He's one of the best. Eric Fisher. One they of have the two offensive linemen out. Do they? Both tackles? Both tackles. Yikes. One Eric has an Fisher, Achilles though, injury, yeah. and then I forget what the other one yeah, has. Yeah, but Eric Fisher, he's top he's two, blindside. top three yeah, tackles, left tackles but in the league. So got to remember all of last year when they won their Super Bowl run. How many times were they down? Yeah, they were the comeback kids last year. Yeah, they are in a very explosive team, and once they find it, they, they are find the it. third quarter warriors. But you have to find a way to neutralize that offense because they're so powerful and so fast. You know what I'm saying? If they control the pace the whole game, Tampa Bay doesn't have a chance. But if they can kind of slow down the pace of how that offense moves, it's a hard I, it's a hard task to do. Of course, that's why they're in the Super Bowl. But I think if they do that, they have a good chance of winning. I think that's their only chance of winning. All right. Well, how about you, Jacob? You said it. Going with Tampa. I'm going with Tampa. Well, they slapped me in the face last week, so I'm taking the Chiefs. I if I had the winner either way of the Super Bowl, I was going to predict it to be the Bills or Chiefs. Anyways, I had a feeling it would just be mm-hmm. one of them. So yeah, I guess I'll go with the Chiefs. Jeez. Why? 
Why? Just because I, I mean, they're fucking dominating, dominating ass team. They, they score in numbers. I mean, like you said, I mean, it's possible they can get pressure on Patrick and stuff like that, but he plays great under pressure. They were down fucking, and I mean, you look back to like, for instance, when they played, um, was it the, t- the Texans when they were down 21 points? Yep. That was last, last year. year. Yeah, last yeah. year. Fucking down 21 in the playoff game looked like the, the game had just started, 0-0. Right. No pressure. They're out, they're having fun. They score in bunches quick. So, right. like I was saying, I feel like they're literally the fucking Warriors from when the Warriors were going on all their championship runs. Correct. They're the third quarter Warriors. Right. They come out of halftime. You know, they, they played. Know. They might have played like shit the first half. Fucking drop. Doesn't matter. Ten that, threes on your head right there. Bam. Right. They're already winning the game. Doesn't like, matter. That regular season matchup that they had, though, was a really good game. I mean, the no, Chiefs only was. won by three points. But like Eric was just saying, as of late, I mean, they haven't really been dominating or running through people like they used to. But they do have that flip of switch. But they have that ability to where they can just turn it on. Correct. And I mean – the weapons they have, they got speed. They mm-hmm. they have they just have everything. They have fucking. They are scary. I mean, they are the juggernaut for a reason. They Tampa are a Bay scary has team. Tampa Bay has weapons. Like, Tampa they're Bay very has similar a lot of offensively as far as the amount of weapons they have. Pace is a little different. I mean, nobody plays like Kansas City pace wise, but they do have similarities when it comes to weapons. Yeah, and you they do I mean? have they do have talent on you know their offensive side of the sides, ball, yeah. of course. Well, on both sides, yeah, both teams have. You offensive know. talent. But offensive talent, say. yeah, you could kind of compare do. it to, you know, you're kind of picking hairs, but I still think Kansas has the edge on that. And then just, I, I know not to bet against Tom. I've lost money in the past. No, you but don't. <laughs> if you've been against him, you don't know better. Well, I didn't say I knew better. I said I've lost money in the past. Um, yeah. You're lose money again if you ain't careful. Well, but we'll never going, know. I could still lose going, money. Still going with the Chiefs. I, I could lose. I money. got Kansas City. But is it not amazing what Tom Brady is doing? Like it is. It's clearly a fucking. He, he amazing. was already to go. If he wins, he's undisputed. Like there's no type of conversation. <laughs> like what? It's the same thing you say about LeBron. He's oh, already God, to go. But, do this. but if he does this, then he's no doubt he's the goat every year. <laughs> every. Year. <laughs> there is there, but you know there is that conversation there. I'm not the one that's bringing up bringing it up, but it is there. They try and say. That LeBron is not the GOAT. So are you admitting Le- that LeBron's a GOAT? No, I'm saying if you uh, want to have the LeBron conversation, we can. Not can't. right now. No, we're talking about football. We're gonna have that. We can have that next week. Okay. Don't get me started. <laughs> well, don't do that. <laughs> but with, with, with Brady, I mean, he's already the GOAT. But He's got six fucking Super Bowl rings. And he did it with one organization. Now he goes to another organization. First year, takes him to the Super Bowl. If mm-hmm. he wins too, it's like, what can you say about him? You don't say nothing. The narrative that they might have is, oh, it was Belichick too, and it was – that monster that they had in New England, he wins a Super Bowl without any of that. You can't, you can't bring that argument up. Yeah. Just, Just like he LeBron made it to James, the Super Bowl, they already forgot fucking everything he did in New England. They're like, it clearly wasn't New England or the system. I mean, Tom it, Brady's the no, shit. Well, you can't take it that far. It definitely, it helped. Being, I'm, not, had, I'm not saying it having didn't a coach help, like Bill Belichick and that system that they were running and the defense that they had, like. Right. You can't take away credit. Like, give credit where credit is due. But now still we're, hated we're, the we're still, still we're, now we're seeing. How much of it was Tom Brady and how much of it was – like, Tom Brady was, like, uh, obviously a big, big part of it. Mm-hmm. Running that system to a T and running it how he is. But now we're seeing that, like, 
he actually because a lot of people viewed Tom Brady as like a system quarterback. Now right. we're seeing that like he had talent. He has actual talent. It's yeah. not just that he's running a system to a T. Like he's still putting zip on the ball at 43 years old, yeah, like is. flinging that thing downfield on a rope. So it's like we're seeing that he is a maybe athletically not, but the arm talent and the mental part of Correct. it, like he's got IQ. that shit down like we haven't seen before. 100%. And I mean, I don't want to take anything away from that. Probably Peyton Manning isn't like – up there as far as IQ and stuff like that, but he he's outlasted him, so it's like for sure he's outlasted all his all his opponents, everyone that he's been pit up against to in his career, he's outlasted everybody. So. Correct, and I don't want to take anything away from that coaching staff in Tampa Bay because he has a great coaching staff. Bruce Arians is a phenomenal coach, and everybody Todd Bowles is he's coaching Todd his on, on the defense. Uh. Brian Leftwich, OC, like they have a lot of great pieces to that team, mm-hmm. and I think that's what's made Brady so great over the course of his career is he has so many great pieces around him. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Even in Takes a e- team. even in New England, he didn't always have the biggest names, but he had guys that were willing to do anything to win, and they were gritty guys. You and know even what I'm when he had all those weapons, they didn't win a Super Bowl. That's Just true. Get you a no-name white guy. They went, we'll find him. They went 17-0, and 0, though, or 18-0. and 18-0, and then lost in the Super Bowl. They sure did. And then they didn't. What? That was the big names. Randy Moss, uh, Branch was on that team. Deion Branch, no, he wasn't. He wasn't on that Dante team? Dante Stallworth. Dante Wes Stallworth. Welker. Wes Welker. Aaron Hernandez. Aaron Hernandez. Gronk. Gronk, yep. Yeah, they had. They were loaded. They had they a squad. Loaded. They were loaded for sure. And that defense was always yeah. the shit, so. But, uh. Where you going with E? This is my turn. Um, So, they've been asking me all week. I've been kind of putting off, just trying to do I've my due diligence. I've been asking you all week. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Okay, why? Um, man, that game against the Packers that Tom Brady had, that second half he did not play well. I don't think he can throw three picks against the Chiefs in the second half or play a sloppy game like that in the second half and expect to win. I agree. Tom Brady, for as great as he is, he has, kind old, of, he has, show, he has shown streaks of inconsistency. He has been putting up numbers, but in the regular season he's been kind of streaky. We've seen mm-hmm. him have terrible games. This Two year. against the yeah. Saints, that those are the ones that stand out the most. Mm-hmm. He redeemed that, but we have seen them be up, 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 and then have very low uh, valleys. Correct. Their defense, in my opinion, the Bucks defense, I feel like is better. They have more talent. They mm-hmm. have their front seven is nasty between Devin White, uh, Levante David, Shaq Barrett, JPP, like mm-hmm. and Dominic Kasu. Yeah, I mean they have that. They yeah they yeah, have they have scary. they have names and they have talent across the board. Mm-hmm. But again, getting pressure on Patrick Mahomes doesn't really seem to face him that much. Right. And the way that Andy Reid, the way they 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 have Patrick Mahomes go in motion sometimes, like mm-hmm. the quarterback of it. Like who does that? Right. So I just feel like Their at the end of the day, they're going to have to overcome those those two tackles being down. Mm-hmm. But I feel like at this point, it's just a well-oiled machine. I feel like the torch is going to be passed. Tom Brady's going to go out like a champ. He's going to come back next year. He's going to go out fighting. But I think second half comes around, he starts making mistakes, and it's not he's not going to be able to overcome those like he well, did against the Badgers. Packers. I feel like all the pressure is on Patrick Mahomes. That's what they're and trying the to say. Kansas City Chiefs. They're trying to, yeah. they're trying to make it for Tom Brady, I mean, he's already done it. Yeah. He's the GOAT. Like, if they're, he wins again, it just, just adds to the legacy. legacy. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? If he loses, then, okay, he's already done this much. He's 43. He's on his way out. Patrick Mahomes is the new guy. And that's what everybody's already looking for. I feel like there is pressure. You're right about that. There is more pressure on Patrick Mahomes, but I don't really feel like it's a lot. Like he's still so young in the league. Like how much pressure? Like people, I heard people say that this is like a legacy game for Patrick Mahomes. I don't. I don't yeah, really agree with that notion. That I, don't I don't really I don't agree either. with that notion. I feel like 
a legacy game. He's already what two? This is his third full year starting. He's got two MVPs, a Super Bowl MVP. He's about to go to the, another Super Bowl. I think he's going to win again. Like, yeah, I mean, I disagree with 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 what you just said. Like, you disagree with it, but if and he's still the young. only thing that's in his way as far as him being old. the man is Tom Brady in a sense. Like, that's the only thing that they can grab and be like. Well, Brady did this, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. If he beats Brady this year in the Super Bowl, we no longer talk about that. Well, I take that. He didn't win two two MVPs. He won the Super Bowl MVP and the MVP in the Correct. same season. Right. Broke the touchdown scoring or touchdown passing record in one season. Like right. I feel like. But if he wins, the, the torch is passed. Oh, we yeah, don't talk about sure. that anymore. Yeah, yeah he for won sure. his MVP and Super Bowl MVP. I thought it was the seat because Lamar won the. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, so yeah. All right, you're MVP right, one year and next year Super Bowl. I was tripping for a second. I was like, Fuck, I got all my shit fucked up. You good. You but, good. I mean, I just, like, again, I understand, sure. like, yep. storylines and shit like that. But as far as it being, like, a major legacy game for Patrick Mahomes, I was like, eh, let's. They're just trying to. The I mean, you know, they. The media likes to do that. They're trying to sell it. Try to ramp shit up. But, yeah, I don't think it's a legacy game. The man is 25 years old. Correct. He's fucking phenomenal. And if he stays healthy and stays with Andy Reid, like he's going to play a very long oh, yeah. time. And all these records, passing records, are going to be shattered. Like it's not going to be close because yeah. he does not give a fuck. He throws <laughs> touchdowns, does throws not, yards, like, does not give a shit. Rope. And as long as, as long as the Chiefs fuck. don't fuck it up for him, yeah. keep pieces around him. He throws keep fucking which they draft will. well. The Chiefs are a well, like you said, a well-oiled machine. They are a good franchise. Like, just in hi- historically, they, they don't really fuck up. They don't have that many issues within the franchise. Yeah. They might not always make, you know, win the big games, but they're they're around. They're they there. They have a guy like Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes is amazing. And the craziest those, part, they don't have to pay him yet. They already paid Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, but they he's not paid him fucking half a million dollars. Yeah. $200 million. And the contract, contract is say, worth 500 yeah, it's Exactly. So what do you mean they don't I'm have to pay him? They don't they have to. The, the way the contract is set up, though, they don't have to. Like, they're not paying him. As much money, they're paying right now forty like, million dollars a year. Yeah, but that's they have not money that's, to do that's NBA money. That is not that's unheard money. of in football. It that is. is unheard of in football. It is. It's also unheard it of is. for a guy to throw a 60, 70 yard touchdown without any float on the ball. <laughs> that shit cuts through air. It's like a heat seeking missile. <laughs> that shit ain't got no like arc, arc at all. That shit is direct on a spot. When they say hit you on the numbers, he hits you directly on the numbers. Yeah, that shit is he's, he's incredible. That shit is incredible. He's super talented, and he can throw the ball from any type of direction, any off his back of, foot, any type of angle. rolling out, <laughs> opposite side, rolling out, flip his hips, and throw it 50, 60 yards down the field. It's insane. Get sidearm 50, 60 yards. He really can. Yeah. He really can. Do you think it's going to be a close game, though? Yes. I do not. I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's a double-digit game. I think it's going to be like a 10-point, 13-point game. As far it's as only, it's only, just, it's only the Chiefs I'm, minus three, right? So it's, I mean, the people, the the Vegas Vegas has it close, but man, what is Vegas now? If but that's the thing though, like if Brady starts throwing picks like he did in that second half, that shit gets ugly real quick. Yeah, you can't have a game like that against that type of team. Three picks, and the thing but, is, Aaron Rodgers in that offense, way to fuck up. I know, but <laughs> Kansas City can. Because they have that flip to switch type yeah, of that's the craziest offense. Thing. Like they, they can, can be, be down, down twenty one points and flip the switch and score four times in a row. Yeah. And they're like, and oh yeah, we were down. Oh, I don't remember. Didn't that. last week they they didn't score on their first possession. They, they didn't, didn't score their first quarter. They were down nine. But every possession after that, they scored the ball. Yeah. They scored three straight times in the second quarter. Yep. But we can't yeah, every time. We also can't. 
you can't do that against Tom Brady either. You can't turn the ball over and give Tom Brady good field position because uh, he'll make you pay. Exactly. He will so make I you mean. Pay. It's going to be interesting. It definitely is. I hope it's a good game. I don't really have any, like... I pray for it to be a good game. Man, I don't really have any type of allegiance to any of these teams or anything like I mean, that. I just want, yeah, I just want these games to be good. I want to see a good Super Bowl. Definitely. We got a treat this year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think everybody, even if you're not a football fan, this is exciting to see. Mm-hmm. Just because of the fact that Tom actually Brady. That, well, this, I mean, throughout COVID and shit like that, right. with all other sports kind of getting... I mean, sports, they were like, all right, no, we're making our money. Come on. Uh-huh. But the fact that the NFL, they really didn't give a fuck. They were like, fuck it. Y'all go play football. I mean, it did af- it did affect the season a little bit, though. You had a lot of guys who would test positive. And I mean, the Patriots, have a quarterback. the you know Patriots, had, they lost, like, most of their defense. Yeah, they, did. They, they didn't – I mean, a lot of key players that – They sat they, out. Yeah, they, they didn't want to play, play the season. Mm-hmm. So, imagine – we, I mean, we talk. We we're talking on, you know, the how the Patriots didn't do that well. But you know, when you're missing nine starters, maybe Cam Newton does a little better. Maybe that defense shows up a little bit more. Maybe they make that stop on the goal line against Seattle. They're four and one. You know, there's key moments in the Patriots season that, you know, they go from what seven and nine to you know ten and six, eleven and five. They're in the playoffs, and we're not talking about oh well, Tom Brady need, or Bill Belichick need, needs Tom Brady. We're talking right. about. Well, fuck, what if they meet in the Super Bowl? Correct. So, I mean. Speaking of the Patriots, do you think they get Deshaun Watson? Uh, they, I don't think so. They don't have any. What are they going to trade? I don't really think they really have pieces like that to trade for. First him. rounders. From what they want. From what from what the Texans want for him and what. I mean, it's going to take like two, three first rounders, maybe a third, sec, you know, fourth round pick, like, and a player. Right. I mean, we've never seen a player at this point, a quarterback, at this point of his career, a young franchise quarterback, come out openly and ask for a trade like this. Correct. At the, you know, he, Not in the NFL. But the franchise, I mean, they were just – they just yeah, bombarded I mean, the him with fuckery. Ass. So it wasn't, <laughs> it's not even that they suck ass, which it they is do. That they suck ass. No, it, it's just <laughs> From how, top to bottom they it's suck It's how ass. the front office and how the coaching staff handled everything they, they handled. Exactly. They fucking the front, ruined it. The front it. office fucked up. They ruined it. They're about to lose J.J. Watt, too. J.J. Watt is J.J. Watt's probably easier to lose, though. Not that he's Correct. not a he's, – he's still a – I mean, as far as, like, the in the community, it's going to be a bigger hit because he is a big community guy. He He's done a lot for that organization. But productivity-wise, that's a easier that's easier to cut your losses with Correct. than it is right now with Deshaun Watson. Where would you like to see Deshaun Watson end up? And don't say the Eagles. Nah, I mean, shit. That wouldn't be bad. I like Deshaun Watson, but – no, um, that would be a dream. That'd be a dream come true for you. Probably, man. If you go to the 49ers, that'd be pretty dope. That would be insane. Or the I Colts. thought Stafford was. Gonna I was go to thinking the, 49ers. the Colts too, but the 49ers. I mean, because the Colts are a pretty complete team. They just need. They do. I mean, there's a lot of. I mean, there's going to be a lot of quarterback move. There's a lot. I mean, yeah, between this, like you were telling, like you were saying on a couple podcasts ago, this year of I think the that NFL, was last, the last one. It was last yeah. one. How this um, this year off season is yeah, going to be like off NBA season will be an NBA off season. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of quarterback movement, a lot of player movement, a lot of trades. I mean that Matthew Stafford shit. That was Matthew crazy. Stafford, oh yeah, that was our resident Lions let's, fan. Let's yes. talk to let's let's bring it back to Jordan. Jordan, <laughs> how did that make you feel? I mean, I'm happy for Matthew Stafford. You know, I feel like he has Hall of Fame talent. I'm a Detroit Lions fan. Um, obviously, we're not the best organization. We haven't been the best organization for a long time. So. That kind of hurts Stafford as far as what he's been able to do in his career. Um, 
he was loyal to the city, loyal to the team. I appreciate everything he did, but now he gets his chance to actually like shine. Shine, you know what I'm saying? He's going out west, big market, great head coach, some decent pieces, a great defense. Mm-hmm. I think they have a, a great chance of doing some things next year. So I'm excited to see it, honestly. He's he's a he's a for a while he was a top five arm time arm talent. Yeah, I don't know if you can say that right now because of all the quarterbacks that have come in, but. For a while, he was. I mean, the he, top he was five injured for a while though too. He hasn't He's really dealt been. with injuries, but for I would say three years ago, he was a top five arm talent. Yeah, two three years ago. Now you have Mahomes, you have Josh Allen, Josh Allen, you have Justin, Justin Herbert. So he's got a fucking Justin hell of Herbert. A fucking arm. You still got Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. You got Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. You know what I'm saying? So. But he has a chance to prove that he still is that yeah. guy. He has that type of talent now that he's on a team where he can shine. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting to see. That's the first. So that's the first big interesting division. That's the first big quarterback move that we've seen so far. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, like you said, it's only going to get crazy. Yeah, I mean, we haven't. It's not even the off season yet. We still got the Super Bowl to come. So once free agency starts and draft starts, draft night is what's going to be interesting. There's going to be a lot of Trevor trades. Lawrence. Tra- yeah, well, you're going to see you One know the Jags. Hey, with Urban Meyer though, that's not a that's not. A, I think that's with because you have to think he's just coming out of college. He was a, he was a college coach, so he has all the info on the next three drafts of you know who the diamonds in the rough are. Who kind of like Pete Carroll did when he came uh, to Seattle out of USC. Mm-hmm. Those first three drafts, four drafts, he fucking nailed all of them because he was recruiting all these players to tr- try to go to USC when he was coaching there. Yeah, he already knew the Exactly. Talent. So he, he's got – he's got, he you know, he's he wasn't a, an NFL exact, scout. He, he was the man. Yeah, he already knew him. He's a, he's a step ahead of the game. So, well, I mean – True. Those first three seasons, those first three seasons for the Jags are going to be – you know, they're going to draft a lot of good players. They're going to have a really young team. They're not going to be paying a lot of people as far as, like, draft picks. So they'll be able to, you know, make some big splashes in, in free agency. Urban Meyer in the NFL, that's crazy. Yeah, get you know, get a get a shutdown corner, get a defensive end, get a get a nice left tackle to protect the blind side. Those are those are places that you can spend money on in free agency because you won't be spending money on your quarterback. Right. You won't be spending money on all these young players that you drafted these next two, three years. Right. So I mean, I feel like they're gonna be pretty interesting, especially in that division too, with the Colts, with the with the Titans, which they're good, but I feel like they might be I don't know if that's a sustainable way to win. One-dimensional, yeah. running the ball the way they run the I ball. was never really a big fan of Tannehill. He kind of had a resurgence, but I don't think he's good enough to to get you to where you need to go, and you just can't just rely on Derrick Henry to well, I think this, run for 2,000 yards every year and just right. fucking yeah. – I think it's pretty obvious that you can't rely on Ryan Tannehill to get you over the hump because they're so one-dimensional. Yeah. They rely on uh, the running back for a reason because Tannehill is not going to do – Enough to like win big ball games, you know mm. what I'm saying? Put them in a position to succeed. Yeah. What happened when they stopped the running game? Nothing happens. It was a loss. <laughs> they don't yeah. do shit. They can't, exactly. they can't win. But how do y'all feel about the Browns? They had a good year. Do you think they, the, that success um, will continue, or they was just a good year? They're the Browns. I mean, I think they'll the Browns be all is right. the Browns. I think they'll be all right. I don't. I th- uh, again, with Baker Mayfield, I don't think he's the answer at quarterback. I feel like he's a game manager. He can get the job done, but to take you over the I mean then they have they're probably one of the more talented rosters in the NFL mm-hmm. and I, just, I don't think he's a good enough quarterback to take you to that next level I mean he took him to the next level as far as getting to the playoffs but now and winning a game and winning a game but now you know you got 
that's not going to be enough next year. Now you got to win two playoff games. After right. that, you got to get to the suit like that. I don't think he's good enough like that to get them to a Super Bowl. I don't think he's good enough to win them two playoff games. Is Odell out of there? He should be. I mean, what has he done with them for the, the last two years? Well, he's been hurt, but again, I mean, that's what that's what his career is coming to now. A talented, very talented guy that can't stay healthy. He had his little run. He's cool, flashy, this and that, but he can't stay healthy. So, I mean, what does that do? Now he's just taking up money on the books where you could trade him, get draft picks, or free up some space, you know, fill needs, things right. like that. I mean, they already have a load. They're loaded on offense. Right. I mean, he's more of the, you know, kind of the cherry on top of things. But when you have guys like Jarvis Landry, they have two tight ends in Joku and, and Hooper. They have two great running backs, mm-hmm. Nick, Nick Chubb, Chubb and, and Kareem Hunt. Like, yeah. There's only so many, you know, possessions to go around. Right. Somebody so I mean, at that point you might as well just cut your losses. Like, hey, where do you want to go? We'll trade you. Where do you want to go? Get some you know, get some draft capital and boom. And I feel like Odell, if he's not getting his shine or he's not getting the ball, he's not a good locker room guy. He's not a good team player if he's not getting his. Getting his. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens um off season. See if he gets moved, see if he stays, but Yeah, it's gonna be interesting though. Lots sure. of exciting stuff, but Yes Sersky Episode eighty three of the No Hangover Podcast. Yes, you, you kept your glasses boots. like you did the entire time. Off the whole time. I'll bring us out. I got you. Word, go ahead. Episode eighty three of the No Hangover Podcast. Like always, you know where to find us. We're on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcast. For the visuals, check us out on YouTube. Um, we also got some playlists to check out. I haven't plugged those Boom. in. Boom. Check out the playlist. Those are on Spotify and on Apple Apple uh, Music Music on under personal Eric's page. personal page. At Eric underscore yeah, at Eric underscore Ponte thirty four. Check those out. Um like always, you know where to find us on social media. Instagram would definitely be the best one. That's at no hangover podcast. You know, doesn't hurt to repost us. Not at all. Don't, it's free. It ain't gonna hurt nobody. It's free. So if you could do that, you know, we we appreciate the love. (laughs) The shirts are not, but hey, rock that swag. Check out the merch uh, at our website. That's www.nohangoverpodcast.com. Jordan's wearing the sweater right now. You know, clean guy right here. Boom. Rock some merchandise. We got new shit coming out on that. Correct. Um, Check us out on Twitter. No Hangover Pod. Jordan checks that. I'm going to have someone else run it soon. Don't worry. Yeah, I need help. But, uh, yeah. Uh, Shout out our guys. XL Tent, baby. Repping <laughs> all day. Oh, shit. Hold on. That's way up there. God damn. <laughs> this shit is fucking high. It just says XL Tent. I'm repping for the squad. You already know the vibes. His glass, and you can see through it. My boy Ryan Gillio, he can do it. Show oh. love. He's on Instagram at XL underscore Tent. He's also on Facebook. At just XL Tent. Um, his phone number is 386-479-7111. You can call or text for a free quote. And if you're on the good old internet, visit XLTent.com so you can see some pictures, see what's going on. And yeah, show some love. It's good. Big business over hot there. Hot deals, too. He's got some hot deals sure. going on, too. For sure. So check those out. And last but not least, Central Homes Roofing. Skylar Kenny, he is a project manager for Central Homes Roofing. Yes, sir. Skylar Montgomery Kenny. In the good old town of Memphis, Tennessee. Southern gentlemen. Uh, if you have leaky roof, missing shingles, you need a whole new roof, my man can help you out. He could give you a free inspection. 
You can call him at 407-603-5553. If you cannot reach him there, he does have an email. He's on there, centralhomeskyler at gmail.com. And when he asks who sent you, tell him the boys I know Hangover did. Yes, sir. Boom. Any last words? Any closing statements? Anything you want to say to the people before we check like out Like we for try the week? to say all the time, give us those opinions. Give us feedback. Repost us. Show love. We res- We appreciate it. We reciprocate it. We show love as much as we can. Just hit us up. We need to know. Yeah, don't be scared. Scrippers. Everybody love everybody. Yes, sir. Peace.